Have you ever gone on a trip and it just completely changed your life? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Reject the Regular. My name is Angel. And I'm Jen. And today we're talking about a trip that changed our life. It changed everything. Uh-huh. So when was this? I want to say June of 2019. So not even a whole year ago. Not a whole year ago. We went on a trip to Ventura, California. Mm-hmm. Because we were going to meet up with a guy his name's Seth. Seth Chang. He does a uh, product licensing, which is actually pretty cool. Yeah. So we were like half a year into our first business, mm-hmm. and we were even looking at uh, business expenses. Mm-hmm. And we found out that you can actually travel on business as long as it's business related. Mm-hmm. And so we went to go meet Seth because, as a CAD business, I wanted to know more about the design part of it. Yeah. And I want to kind of like build up a partnership where I can maybe design for other people. So I was trying to get more of like a, an interview to know more about it. Mm-hmm. And so we went to California and this whole, we had this whole trip plan where I'd go, we would go meet him mm-hmm. and take him out and this whole thing. And the cool thing was like, because it was a business trip, we put it on our business expenses. It was a f- really cool to see the first time that we got to see the business pay for us to go do something fun and business oriented. Mm-hmm. So in that trip, we went to Six Flags just you and I, the kids were out of town in Colorado with my aunt and uncle. So it was a great getaway of just like reconnecting us. But that was the trip that literally made me realize what we could be doing. <laughs> so I had been getting into the habit already of listening to audiobooks and podcasts on my way to and from work. Mm-hmm. And so like whenever I'm in the car, it's kind of like one of those things like, I feel like I'm productive with my time, even though I'm just driving, but I'm learning too. Mm-hmm. So on our way to California, it's like a six hour drive. Yeah. And the most part, we were listening to the radio or Spotify as long as we had internet. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what we do. We listen to music on road trips, but we got to like the middle of nowhere and there was no more service anymore. And I was like, Hey, I have this book. And you're like, fine, we'll put it on. I'm just going to go to sleep anyways. And so we put it on and it's a cheesy kind of book. Like the audio version is pretty cheesy. He's very like motivational. Like I I have a millionaire mind. He wants you to say it out loud. He wants you to touch your head too. Yeah. Let's say that too. So I'm sitting, I'm sitting there watching Angel. He's not doing any of this. Yes, he's driving. He could have one wheel on the, one hand on the wheel and do it. So I'd make him do it because he's making me listen to this book. But it ended up being a good book. So we, we did, the, we listened to it and mm-hmm. we were kind of like, the book sort of changed our mind on money and how we acted or yeah. just at least made us think about it more at that moment. It started me thinking on things. He's talked about his experience. T. Harver Ecker. T. Harv Ecker. Yeah. T. Harv Ecker. I'm sorry. I'm really bad with names when it comes to this stuff. There's too many people. So he shared his experiences, his failures and his successes and things he's done and things people who have million dollars do the process of their thoughts, the process of what they do, how, when they go to a restaurant, which we still need to do, um, you go to, to go to a restaurant and to not look at the prices, just order what you want. Mm -hmm. And Angel has a hard time doing that. So it's reading the menu from right to left where you look at the price first and then, okay, can I order that? mm -hmm. Unless it's one of those like 
anniversaries or birthdays, he won't order the most expensive thing. He'll look at the price first and then pick the item he wants where I'm opposite always. But so I want to do that with us eventually when uh, the pandemic opens up and everything. I was realizing I liked the way he was doing things. Mm -hmm. I already lived that lifestyle. I just need to add the money into it. Yeah. <laughs> that was already getting me started. We were having fun. You know, we I love listening to music because it just brings me back to like good memories of like old jams, like 90s music. That's what we love mm -hmm. the most. So we were, we just, it was a good start of the trip. And the, so the seed was planted. And then we got into California. We got into Ventura. And we took a couple of days to just enjoy ourselves. Yeah, and we had this great hotel. We this cute town, Ventura, California. If you've never been, I really recommend it. It's really cute, and um, it wasn't beach weather, but we walked around and everything. And we went to Six Flags, which was so much fun. I hadn't been in years, and we just went on every ride. It feels like, but mm -hmm. I don't think we did. And it was just a really good trip. Then we met with Seth who was a really good guy, um, enjoyed hanging out with him. Yeah, we were there. We talked for hours. And mm -hmm. and we had this moment where we kind of reflected on it. And it's like, the business is helping us actually pay for this. And it didn't pay for the whole thing. You can't write off all the fun stuff or the entire trip, really. Yeah, it didn't pay for Six Flags. We already had a membership. Or, but it paid for the hotel, us staying in it. Um, it paid for the lunch with Seth. And it paid for the gas, <laughs> which is good. So there was a big chunk that was able to go on the business, which is really cool. Yeah. And so we reflected on that where it's like, like, this is cool. Like, yeah, because we did a really lot of cool things. We went to Solvang. If you haven't been there, recommend that. Um, it's a Dutch city in California. And Angel had never gone. And I was like, you need to go. And we are going to go back and take the kids and spend some more time in Solvang as mm -hmm. well. But those were the things that were like, so it started, right? You're, if you love traveling like we do, it starts like, oh, I love this. Like, I love that we can travel and we can do things. And how can we do more of this? You know, it started mm -hmm. my thinking of that. Like, okay, so the business is doing this. How can we help the business grow? At that point, we did have one client at the time. And so I was like, okay, how can we get more clients? How are we able to get us where we can travel and that's where the Puerto Rico status, the budgeting way started happening was like I started seeing that making more money and having our business, if we did it the way we wanted to, would add freedom to our lives. Mm -hmm. And at that time, we were living with my mom and things were getting a little bit harder for me with and her. Our relationship was starting to get um not like non-existent almost we weren't talking a whole lot and if you want to hear more about living and how to move out of your parents house we have another episode about that in our podcast called um living with your mom <laughs> so go check that one out but i'd say so like the the dreams of like this is possible were in california but i think when we actually just started to decide they're like, okay, yeah, we can actually start being rich. I think that was on the way home. That was on the way home. When I got fully on board with you. with Because I think we talked about this. I don't know. Um, I wasn't on board with your company. And not in the way of like I wasn't 
supporting you. Mm-hmm. It just was yours. That's not mine. I'm not going to help you. You're going to do it on your own. Right. <laughs> and it wasn't to be malicious or like I was angry. It was just that. It was a side thing at the time too. Yeah. And it wasn't important to me. I didn't get it at the time. Mm-hmm. And so all I did was I was along with the ride <laughs> with everything pretty much. And so when the trip back happened, that's when I got on board. And I didn't know, but Angel was waiting this whole time for me to get on board. But I didn't know that. No, I did. And so I didn't plan it out, but it is almost like I tricked her into this whole thing. <laughs> we say that constantly. I'm like, you tricked me. And so, you know, on the way home, I was like, I listened to this guy, Ramit, because I still listen to it. I think, I don't know. I don't know when, but I was listening to him. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I listened to this guy, Ramit. I think as you were sleeping. Mm-hmm. And I was like, he's talking about how him and his wife got together and they had the whole prenup thing. Oh, yeah. And that's kind of how I like baited you into like, maybe you would listen to this this interview. It was uh, Ramit Sethi on Tim Ferriss's podcast. I didn't know that. You baited me. I remember you talking about it and you were telling me about the relationship and him knowing I like to know about people's relationships. Mm-hmm. nosy that way. <laughs> it was like, but yeah, he did bait me because I had very little to do with the relationship. Yeah, it did. I think you even asked me if they were married or whatever. And I was no like, I don't idea. know, because that's not what I pay attention when I listen to it the first time. <laughs> but so we, we started listening to it and you're like, I like I like what he's saying. He talks about putting your money in the right areas of your life. He's like mm-hmm. ri- living this rich life. And it kind of like spoke to you. And because mm-hmm. I already I already liked it. Like I already kind of felt that way. It's like I want to do that. That's because I did the budget too. For the most part, I took care of our budget and everything. And mm-hmm. we hated budget. And we talked about this other times. But we did not talk about money. And we hated budgeting. That was like mm-hmm. our number one thing is I hate budgeting. <laughs> I don't know if anybody else can feel that. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of people hate it. <laughs> but no, we got on board with this whole thing. And it's like, okay. Let's decide what do we want to do? Like we have the possibility of actually living a rich life. What does that look like for us? Yeah. And then we started listening to back to the CD again, the the cheesy CD T Hard Wrecker. <laughs> yeah. And it was like It's a good book though, guys. Yeah. I would recommend it 100%. He compares it. He's like he's like rich people think this, poor people think that. Yeah. And I was like, man, I've been thinking poor a lot lately. Mhm. About just being envious of other people's things and like or thinking, oh, I can't do that, and that sort of thing. Where rich people are like, they praise other people's things. Like, oh, nice, you got a nice car. Yes. You're not going to hate on it. Mm-hmm. Or how can I do both? Where it's like, I can't have my kids have a good education and move where I want. Or whatever it is. It's mm-hmm. like, how can I do both? So those sort of things in the book. And so it really changed my mind of like, okay, I got to stop thinking so poor so that I can start becoming rich. Yeah. So that was the trip that just totally changed everything where i started seeing the budget we got home i started changing the budget up we started changing even like paying yourself with the business a little bit more Mm -hmm. and we started being able to realize that we could live a great life and then i also wanted to move out though that was something that had been bothering me for over a year Angel knew that it's been, it was starting to become even, I think, a stress even in our relationship, if we're going to be honest about it. I think it was starting to even take a toll on us Mm -hmm. where we were being resentful because it was just, it was hard. We didn't have our own space. We weren't able to do what we wanted. You know, we still respected my mom. Not that my mom put rules or control on us, but it just wasn't ours. And we didn't, 
and you respected that it was her home. Mm-hmm. I knew for us to be able to really have a solid relationship the way we have always loved each other no matter what we needed to move out and so with this i was able to go into the next area that completely changed which was the challenge that jill and josh stanton had done yeah i think that was like a month later so we got back home and i started trying to like get you into more podcasts and stuff and you're not a podcast person you don't listen to them Mm -mm. you don't even listen to this one nope and put us on youtube i'll watch us right so that's that's the plan now it's like we're trying to reach people (laughs) And so YouTube is one of those things. But I was like, hey, look at these people. It's Josh and Joe Stanton. And mm-hmm. they do a thing called Screw the 9 to 5. And they're cool. Like they had a cool personality. Yeah. And they had really a YouTube cool channel. And we've met them in real life. And they are actually really cool people too. Yeah. At Love the time them. we didn't. But. No. Yeah. But I was like, oh, look at these people. And then so you started listening to some of their stuff a little bit at a time. Mm-hmm. And they had an episode about moving to Puerto Rico with John Lee Dumas. Yeah. And they talked about how you could save so much on taxes. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, I like these people. Oh, that's a good idea. Like, could we do that? And let me say again, he tricked me again. Totally. I had already thought this. I was like, I want to move to Puerto Rico. How am I going to get Jen <laughs> to do this? Because it's a very scary thing. I, there's no way I would be able to come up to you and be like, hey, we should move to Puerto Rico. <laughs> we should leave the country. Because let's give a little bit of backstory. I lived in California and I moved over here. And then I live less than a mile away from my aunt and some other family members. And we're very close. And we've talked about, I don't know if this is a culture thing. We're Hispanic. So um, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but this is our culture. And we live all very close. So I've never lived farther than a mile away from my mom or my aunt Mm -hmm. (laughs) since I've lived here in, in Arizona. In California, I lived in California. But here in Arizona, so he understands like, I've never. Well, that and you're very, very much into the security of things like that. Yeah. And we talk about having the the secure house and all that kind of stuff, like very risk averse. Yeah, I was. I wanted everything to be what I didn't have growing up. And so even though I would have wanted it, I would never have brought it up because it would have just been shut down right away. No, I know. You love me that way. And so when you you watch that episode, you're like, oh, hey, did you know about this whole 4% thing? And you watch other YouTube videos about it. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, yeah, that's kind of cool. And you're like, <laughs> I can't what believe. If, what if we moved our business over there? I was like, that's a great idea. No, but that started a whole thing. <laughs> this is like how my life is, is that you already have it planned and you just tricked me into doing it. I got to be careful with you, babe. It has to be your idea or it's not going to happen. That's true. This podcast, your idea. No, it was not. <laughs> no, you know what? It was. Do you remember? So sidetrack but we're gonna you're gonna get to know us even a little bit more you were doing you wanted to do a podcast with royalties Mm -hmm. and it wasn't working out and i told you i wanted to do my own podcast of me just talking about my feelings and maybe i can make an episode by myself and you could too about what you like but then i was like i want one together and we could talk about marriage stuff and how we do this and everything Mm -hmm. that was my idea i tricked you i know i had it I had it written down too. I was like, this would be cool. It's in my notes of ideas and stuff. And I would, and I said I would edit it. And I do edit the podcasts. You are busy and not like putting pretentious busyness. Like you are busy doing things, making stuff happen. So, but I knew I wanted to do a podcast with you because we're funny together in a way. (laughs) (laughs) 
anyways, so, going back. So here we are. Mm-hmm. And so I don't want to make it sound like we just got excited at the moment for when we listened to those things. It's like we actually started making decisions that that actually changed the life. Yeah. Like it wasn't just like a a high, like on motiv- motivational book high that we were coming off of. It was like, no, this is different now. We did that challenge with the Screw the 9 to 5 people and that was like even more reaffirming on the direction we were taking our life. Yeah, that completely changed us. We've done other challenges with them, which has been great. They do great challenges if you've never done them. But I would say that that just completely changed everything for us. And we were able to do a whole lot of things in four months, Mm -hmm. I want to say. In four months, things had just completely changed. And we were moving forward. And though I know the quarantine, it feels stuck. Because I think we're stuck in the house. We're stuck in the estates right now. Yeah, it kind of slowed down. It slowed down. I want to say, though, what a year ago, we were totally different people. Less mm-hmm. than a year ago. And it's amazing how when you do the work and you do the internal work, the mindset work, and I know that sounds cliche, but it's really true. Like, I can tell you, I was the most skeptical um, person. I would not trust anybody. I don't trust a lot of people selling things. Like, even to this day, I'll be like, ah, I don't know about you. But, you know, it was one of those things that were at the right time, the right moment, and I was open. And I still try to be open. I really try to come with a clear mind. But we were able to do so much. We've made new friends. We have have new opportunities where we started the Reject the Regular mm-hmm. business. So there's so many op- business opportunities that we started, and we go in full force. So the one thing about me and Angel that are different is I'm somebody that goes all in so quickly. I'm like boom, no thinking about it. I'm just in it and let's dive in. Like I just dive into the deep end of the pool. I've always been that way. Like, but this is where I need I need you on board with this kind of thing was so that, mm-hmm. because I'm a lot more cautious on that. Like I don't, I can't go all in because I'm worried what might happen. Like yeah. for you, for the kids, for our life in general. I'm all like, let's just go with it. <laughs> Who cares if there's consequences? <laughs> so we got a lot of ideas and a lot of ways to make things happen. And then a lot of stuff that holds me back is the fear, like the the hesitation. Me too. I mean, there is still fear. There is like, I'm still fearful of recording myself. Like that's scary to me. But I know what's worse if I don't do it. Mm -hmm. And that's just staying stuck because that is what I did for, because I want to say that's what I did for 10 years. I was stuck. I was scared to move out of my mom's house. I was scared to make more money. I was scared to put myself out there or boot or be who I really am. Mm-hmm. And so that held me back for 10 years where now I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. I know it's going to scare me in the moment. Or when you do something that's like really scary to me, like you do things that are like crazy to me, I don't want to stop you because I know that has to be the process that we have to go down. Yeah. We started this year of doing stuff that scares us like all the time. Mm-hmm. And it slowed down during quarantine, but we were kind of picking that back up again. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Even though it feels like maybe you're not making as much progress as you were before the pandemic happened, know that you still are making progress. You have control of what you want to do. Mm -hmm. Still, even if your emotions are very raw, which we went through. And I mean, go listen to that episode because we did feel all the feelings. But something I know happened is that in order to live the life that we've dreamed and we've written down and we want, we can't play it safe. Mm-hmm. 
we I won't play it safe. I that's, w- that's the regular st- style of doing things. Exactly. So I've always wanted to play it safe. And Angel has told, like we've shared, he's tricked me many times now. And as soon as I was done playing it safe and I knew I'd be like, yes, let's do it. <laughs> let's go all in. Um, things happened really quickly. We mm-hmm. moved out of my mom's house in January by 2020. So within five months, six months, we had completely just flipped our life for the good. Yeah, everything just shifted. And, and it's been more fun. It's been a lot more exciting. And then there's more fulfillment. Mm-hmm. There's more like a sense of accomplishment. I'm proud of who we are and who we choose to be. And I'm not even fearful when people are like, are you sure? Or they judge us. I'm just like, yeah, this is who we are. Then they respect us more. I've felt like we've been respected a lot more just stating who we are, what we're about. Yeah, people are kind of like, oh, like, go, good for you guys. Like, like you go. You yeah. Go. You go, girl. You go, Coco Lynn. <laughs> you go. Glenn Coco. Oh, <laughs> I get things backwards. My bad. Anyways, but that was the th- that was the trip that just changed everything. It was such a good trip too. I love that trip. It's one of my favorite ones, even though it's so simple, so easy. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my favorites, and I can't wait to do a road trip soon again because it's been hard not to be able to go anywhere. If you do want the references, uh, real quick, the things we talked about were an audiobook by T. Harv Ecker called secrets of the millionaire mind mm-hmm. that was a good book that kind of got us on this path yeah the interview on tim ferris's podcast with ramit Sethi, mm-hmm. r-a-m-i-t-s-e-t-h-i yeah that was uh, the episode that got us there and then it was the think like a millionaire challenge with screw the nine to five and if they do it again this year we'll we'll do it also so if you want to kind of tag along with us and do it uh you know what go subscribe on our email list Go to rejecttheregular.com and there's buttons everywhere that you can subscribe. <laughs> and we'll let you know that we're going to be on there and we can do it together. It actually be, it's pretty cool. It's fun. And follow them at Screw the 9 to 5. They, mm-hmm. re- they put out a lot of good content for people who are done with their 9 to 5 job. Mm-hmm. It's been really great to talk to you guys about the trip that changed everything. Comment on Facebook or Instagram at Reject the Regular on what is changing for you. Until then, guys. Dream big and take action. Bye. Bye.